What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 104.9 AM 1260 and HornFM.com with the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Go with Good stuff on the Specs text line. Appreciate Nick Shuley hanging out with Bucky taking a couple days. You know, the timing is odd with the statement that's been released today, but Bucky had planned to take these days off, so draw no conclusion. Nick Shuley is here, though. Lifelong Austinite, former roommate of Royal Ivy. <laughs> And also, uh, you have a cool NIL story because in addition to your work with the uh, Austin Music Movement and uh, Gary Keller and Keller Williams Realty, you also are big with the NIL Texas One Fund, Clarkfield Collective. And you're going to a meeting right after this that we can tell that I think it's a cool story for folks to hear. Uh, but you folks are doing a great job on the Specs text line with your memories of huge stars who made appearances in Austin based on the conversation centered around Lionel Messi, that there is a chance the now inter-Miami global star could make an appearance in Austin. It's Probably unlikely, but it's fun to talk about. Uh, it would be in a, in a league tournament, leagues tournament uh, opportunity. But uh, we know Messi will make his debut Friday for Inter-Miami. What a scene that will be when he does. Uh, we also know they will tee off overnight into the tomorrow morning at the Open Championship at Royal Liverpool. Uh, Hoylake is where they're playing the uh, Open Championship this time around. Last time they were there, Roy McElroy won it in 2014. Tiger Woods won it on that course, the Open Championship, the Claret Jug in 2006. I saw some uh, pictures yesterday. When Tiger won at No. Six, it was so brown. It was so I mean, the, 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 there was no green grass, which is not a t- you know unique to the Open Championship. But then I saw some pictures of this year, and it looks like they've gotten plenty of rain because it's much greener this time around at Hoylake. Well, that's good because it's apparently deathly hot everywhere <laughs> right now. So, <laughs> oh man, the heat wave is brutal. We know that. But you guys are weighing in. This says Josh Hamilton rehabbed at Dell Diamond, and I and I took my Boy Scout troop and and while. It, and he took a Boy Scout troop to dinner. So there you go. I remember that when Josh Hamilton was there. That I covered that. That was cool. Undertaker at the Irwin Center. Oh, that's cool. Undertaker. He, he's None a, of these uh, mentions have really been up to par with Messi, though. No, well, you may, you probably won't that, get one. That's fair. I mean, well, how I, many how many uh, global icons are on par with Lionel Messi? I mean, Michael Jordan. Ever. Well, and we haven't had a we haven't had pro sports teams here in in Austin's defense. It's not you know like that's this is one of those big moments where you've got a, a big sport with a big I mean the biggest sport. I is, guess is Messi a top ten sports name ever? Yes, uh, I, top five, right? Yeah, yes. I, I think so. Gosh, well, that, think about it. He's been a star since he was a teenager at Barcelona, right? So twenty five years in the in the twenty plus years in the in the in center of attention. In the world, I mean, whether you're a soccer fan or not listening, I mean, it, it's it's the world's game. It's played all over the world. and um, But even if you don't know anything about soccer, there's a probably a good chance you've heard of Messi. Yes, you know Messi. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys watched the day they announced that, uh, or they were leading up to the announce. Like, the, the socials for Inter-Miami went up from, like, 1 million to, it was, like, 6 or 7 million within, within like, 12 hours. Like, you talk about... That's social media manager. That's a good resume right there. Just be like, oh, I grew the uh, following from a one to six million in twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, twelve twelve thousand percent or whatever it is. They have ten million followers now. Yeah, like that, that they went up nine million just from signing him. That's crazy. Jeez. Oh, I mean, they're, the Apple TV is Apple Plus is putting on their practices. 
Like I did so not people, know that. Yeah, people wow. watch him practice. You can pay the pay the fee to watch the training that they call it with Lionel Messi and Inter Miami. No, it's 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 a phenomenon. He has four hundred and seventy nine million followers on Instagram. Jesus. <laughs> uh, yes. So I mean, I the only thing I can compare it to Tiger Woods here at Dell Match Play. Tiger Woods, close. He at his peak rivaled Messi for global prominence. Uh, Michael Jordan, when he came, but he didn't play a game here. He came for a golf tournament, and they did an exhibition event down at Strahan Coliseum at San Marcos, which is weird. Thank but, you for tagging us in those pictures, CV. Did you see those, Aaron? Those were really cool. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I look at that. Wait, so, so was, was Tigers an actual yeah, – it played. was a match. So it was a, a true sporting oh, yeah. event. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I would say and up till now, that's probably the biggest athlete in the biggest moment to – you know, because he was participating in his sport. Yeah. I look at uh, CV. Yeah, he sent us Deion Sanders in his Mercedes <laughs> golf cart. Uh, I got when you Dude, see CB it, is the man. I'll retweet that so you can see it. But yeah, I, trust me. When I worked at St. Edwards uh, at Cowboys camp, I mean that that little golf cart. I stood right next to it. It, it was so loud. <laughs> so in the back there, you, you got these huge woofers and speakers. I mean, it was prime time, man. That guy was was something else. And uh, appreciate appreciate. Uh, oh, here he, now he sent us pictures of uh, Texas State with Michael Jordan. That's, oh wow. The other thing, Southwest Texas at that time. Yeah, SWT. There's Michael (laughs) Jordan. Uh, Quite a scene. And that was in the height of his greatness. Um, If you've seen the documentary, The The Last Dance, you know, when he was playing on the the Olympic team and just, I mean, everywhere he went, he was much Uh, like Messi. Those Dream Team documentaries are some of the best. Uh, So appreciate CB for sending all that good stuff and the walks down memory lane. It's good stuff for sure. And there he is. CB also sent us the Will Ferrell pitching as Rojo Johnson out of the Mexican (laughs) League at uh, the Dell Diamond back in the day. Yeah, a lot of great sports moments and hopefully many, many more to come. And if Messi were to come, that would certainly rank up there pretty darn high. Uh, Somebody said Nolan Ryan. I did not know this. It says Nolan Ryan uh, played an exhibition game at DKR. Or over at, uh, I guess, Dishwalk Field. Yeah, must Steve Bouchelle and some minor league players participated. That's pretty cool. I like that. Joe Burrow, LSU. Well, again, when they're in college, like, remember, we talked about this last year with Alabama, and we asked the question, when, when Rice Young comes to town, is he the first reigning Heisman Trophy winner to play at Texas? And I believe the answer was yes. We got some clarity that Texas had faced a reigning Heisman Trophy winner when they played in the Cotton Bowl against Oklahoma uh, one year. But I think Bryce Young was the first Heisman Trophy winner to play at DKR. Yeah, because um, we don't get a lot of there. In the past, there weren't a lot of younger Heisman Trophy winners. It was kind of generally like a senior thing, wasn't it? More so, like it, like I thought the guys that won it were later, so they wouldn't have they wouldn't have been returning. Yeah, uh, it's just re- it's rare to have a returning like Caleb Williams wherever he plays this year will be a you know reigning Heisman winner, obviously rolling in. Yep, uh, and we'll try to go back to back for the first time since Archie Griffin back in the seventies. Uh, this says. Uh, I might have missed it, but did you mention Ben Johns, world's greatest pickleballer, lives here? And I can only imagine he cleans up with the ladies. See, I, I'm so pickleball mania, baby. I love it. People love pickleball. It's true. It'll be dead in five years. I will say on Saturday mornings. On Saturday mornings, I usually go up and try to hit some golf balls before it gets too hot at the at the, at the driving range. And at Onion Creek, they have a they have tennis courts right next to the driving range. And every Saturday morning, there is a huge throng of people playing pickleball. Pickle ball. They're also trying to beat the heat before it gets too hot. But yeah, they have like Saturday tournaments. Pickleball's huge. Huge. Uh, when Lewis Hamilton comes to town, it's a pretty big deal. That's from our buddy Rodney Rodriguez. That is true. Uh, <laughs> that is, I mean, that's a big deal. Watched Wayne Gretzky crush 
Heineken's at Dell Match Play several times. <laughs> Paul McCartney played here around 2012. He's bigger than Messi. That's true. Just no. I will say it's, it, it brings uh, Paul McCartney's bigger than Messi. Paul, come on. Paul McCartney, greater than global impact than Messi. Different realm. The Beatles? This guy's been doing it since the 60s. I don't know. I mean, I'm a music guy, too, and a sports guy, and like that, it is that, like, you could actually debate that. Well, think about it. Because Messi like, is the biggest like, athlete in the world. There's like he tribes in Africa that know who met, like Messi is. And I bet they know the Beatles. Uh, I don't know about that. And I'm a huge Beatles fan, so don't get me wrong. I'm, and I, I know will I'm say get some that a uh, couple, couple falls ago, I went to see the Rolling Stones out at Coda. Uh, it brings bad memories because I hurt my leg that night uh, <laughs> walking 15 miles or whatever it was because we had to park down near the elementary school in Del Valley because the parking at the, at the airport. We nearly <laughs> felt like it. Yeah. No, but you know, if you're coming in, there's an elementary school like two and a half miles from the track, and you know how once you get to the track, you have to walk miles and miles to get where you're going. Uh, that was crazy. But having been there, and I got hurt right as I was walking in. I was walking up this hill and stepped in a hole and tore a tendon in my ankle. So the whole night I was dealing with that, and we weren't leaving. And uh, But I did get to see the Rolling Stones, and that was an incredible show and an incredible scene. I never heard a final uh, you know, total audience there, but it had to be 80,000 to 100,000 people. They just, they just yeah. kept erecting grandstands. It was unbelievable to see the Rolling Stones, and it was a great show, great show. Uh, this says Paul, LOL, no, sir. Paul McCartney versus Messi? Well, I mean, Messi's been playing for 20 years. Paul McCartney's been doing this for 60 global years. Global reach. Yeah, yeah, and I'd say, I'd say, look, I, like, as far as Beatlemania, cu- cultural, cultural impact, like, 100% McCartney, but moments in time of people knowing who someone is, like, I, I that'd be an interesting, an interesting measure of, of reach on both of them. You yeah, know, I do, think, do you I think, think a little village in Guatemala, do you think they know who? Yes. Paul McCartney is sure. They definitely know who Messi is. I mean, I'm right in the middle on this, honestly. Like, I, I, I really am. I'm only, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see to Beatlemania, uh, seventy years of this or sixty years of this. It started in the '60s, right? I mean, Beatlemania, but it's with 2023, reach, and he's still selling out concerts all over the world. Yeah, it's. I mean, the t- the time period. The, uh, the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. The look, different look, generations McCartney's impact. been around longer, yes, of the course. The different generations I, impacted. I'm just wondering, at the height of their stardom okay, well, moment, it would be an interesting thing close. to measure. The Beatles, because the Beatles were a phenomenon unlike any Every other. airwave that was, whether yeah. it was TV, whether it was radio. I mean, but Messi's the same way. With and, and there's a bigger reach now with social media. People, people do it. It would be a fascinating thing to actually study the statistics on that. All right. Well, we'll take your thoughts on that. That's a good debate. Now, CB, Michael Chris, Jackson or Paul McCartney? Uh, Michael Jackson. I, I think Michael Jackson too. There, but just cl- just close, for for close. stardom level, but close. Not but again, saying musical Ty, impact. I mean, <laughs> gosh, go back 60s, 70s, and Beatlemania and the Ameri- the British invasion. I mean that. I'm just saying the that's third, never like, been, there's third world countries that that know him. See, this is like a LeBron versus MJ versus like all this kind of stuff of like you just they're different moments in time, so it's it's really difficult to actually debate it. But it does get people opinionated on it. <laughs> this says every human on earth that heard McCartney up to 20 years ago, maybe not now. But yes, I mean, like he, he's, oh, he's, he's oh, as far as long term, oh gosh, like he, his reach long term has been way bigger. I saw a documentary because I love watching music documentaries. Have you seen the one when the Rolling Stones play in Cuba for the first time? Oh, I have not. Unbelievable. Which now, documentary they're doing, they're is that? Doing, uh, I, oh, gosh, I'll, I'll look up the name of it. It's really good. It's it's about a, a Rolling Stones tour through South. Uh, South America and Central America, and then the last stop is in Cuba, and they'd never played Cuba before. Obviously, it's a communist country, and they had to pull all kinds of strings to make that happen. And Cuba, right? They don't know the role. There were 2 million people there. 
yeah. at the concert. So don't don't underestimate global impact of musicians and oh, music. Oh, for sure. And how people in a small small village can find it. It's 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 there, uh, which is pretty incredible to me. But yes, not doubting Castro the, was a big uh, Mick Jagger guy. <laughs> <laughs> Castro, <laughs> oh man, the Messi is bigger. Let's figure out a way to measure. Well, I don't know if you can measure that. Let's uh, get to the headlines, trending topics, and then we'll talk some uh, college football. Nick's got a great story NIL related. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news. Top of the 8 o'clock hour, in the 8 o'clock hour every morning. How about we start with college football? Day two of SEC Media Days in Nashville yesterday, and it was all about the two-time defending champion Georgia Bulldogs. They were the center of attention. Head coach Kirby Smart and his dogs loaded again. Likely to start the season as the preseason number one team in the country, despite the losses of all those defensive players in the NFL and Stetson Bennett, their quarterback, but they're still stacked. They will attempt to become the first team to win three straight national championships since the University of Minnesota did so during the Great Depression. Uh, biggest concern for Georgia, according to their head coach, complacency and how to fight it. It's like a constant improvement for us, right? Better never rests. And we firmly believe that. So, you know, we've done a lot of studies this offseason at things we can do better and things we can improve on. And uh, our kids understand that, that, uh, that we don't want to be just a football factory. We want to produce people that are um, quality citizens that do a great job in the community. And I'm constantly evolving as a coach. And I've talked about it several times here today that, that I think the best thing I've done is uh, allow coaches to do their job, take a step back and say, you know what, maybe it's not better that I sit in this meeting and tell somebody what I think they should do. It's probably better that I let them do it and just oversee it and spend more time with the players. Day three of SEC Media Day today, Alabama will be the featured attraction along with Arkansas, Florida, and Kentucky. Also from College Football Mountain West Conference has informed San Diego State as of last night that the school can and will remain a member of that conference. News comes on the eve of their, their media days. And the Mountain West over and also comes over a month after it appeared SDSU was set to exit the conference in an attempt to join the Pac-12, but that didn't happen. Uh, the attempted move to the Pac-12 was complicated by the fact that that conference does still not have a new media rights deal in place. And according to CBS Sports, the Pac-12 and their commissioner, George Klyavkov, will not announce any new media rights deal on Friday at their media days. That leaves its members with plenty of uncertainty and uh, those rumors of conference realignment will further swirl. Major League Baseball last night, ALS, ALS leading Rangers taking two straight first two games of their showdown series with the Tampa Rays, the top team in the American League. It was the all-star right-hander Nathan Eovaldi pitching two-hit ball over six scoreless. Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager big, had big nights at the top of the order. Rangers take down Tampa 5-3. Eovaldi, by the way, now 11 victories. That matches the league lead. Uh, second place Astros dropped their series opener in Colorado 4-3. Uh, Round Rock Express, red hot back at their Dell Diamond, but uh, lost their opener to Reno 6-3. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. It's hot outside. And so's our deal this month for a free Hustler generator with purchase of select Hustler Zero Turn mowers at Top Gun. Topgun.net. We'll shoot you straight. Somebody reminded us that the Queen, not the band Queen, but the Queen <laughs> visited Austin in 1991. There you go. That's a big deal. Well, didn't we say it at the beginning of this it was just athletes? <laughs> well, the Queen, the Queen... She was, Queen was a day drinker, which we liked about her. That was cool. I bet she played some tennis or something. Sports are niche. Music is universal. Paul McCartney over Messi, no chance. I don't know. How are sports? Music can be niche, too, depending on how you look, look at it. Says, the, same uh, the Beatles are equivalent to Taylor Swift, Michael Jackson, David Beckham, Willie Nelson, all rolled into one. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah like people, people very much care. I mean, I'm, I sit directly in the middle of both worlds, and I, like, I'm torn on that one. And, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the 
I'm not a huge soccer fan. Like I like soccer, but like I'm not. It's You're not a like big football. U.S. men's national team. Fan. I am, but for like football, basketball, those are the things I care about most. But yeah, it's I don't know, but it's interesting because that like everyone in the world knows who those people are. Our man CB is rocking it, man. Now he, he sent me the pictures of uh, CB's got like this archive. He's I, a machine. I gotta say, can I just say Chris Bennett on Twitter who lives in Seattle now. So he, he I saw he put, he said like, Washington State. It's like five in the morning there, is it not? I mean it's. Two six. hours behind us. I mean, when we start and he's texting us at six o'clock, it's like four o'clock where he's at. I don't know. What he, I, I have this this picture of him in like his Batman bunker, like down in the Batcave, <laughs> sending us, and he can find anything. Because I mentioned Michael Jordan at Texas State, he sent us those pictures. I mentioned like Deion instantly, Sanders instantly. Yeah, within minutes, it's it's sent to our Twitters, and now he's got Tiger Woods. Warming up on the driving range at Dell Match Play at the Austin Country Club. CB's the greatest Twitter athlete of all time, He's, maybe. No, oh man, he is uh, <laughs> he, one he, of a kind. He kills it. Absolutely one of a kind. Uh, somebody says, guys, it's Sir Paul <laughs> McCartney. Hey, so NIL. I thought this was kind of cool. Speaking of name, image, and likeness, and that de- debate rages with you know Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, endorsing and pushing for federal reg- legislation. Uh, earlier in the week, and obviously that's going to go on. But NIL is, is not going away. It needs to be regulated at a better level, I believe. But at the same time, it's doing good for people. I did see where Dwayne The Rock Johnson has signed the first seven college athletes to NIL deals for his energy drink, ZOA, Z-O-A. They are Angel Reese of LSU, Brock Bowers of Georgia, Drake May, UNC, uh, Hansel Emanuel of uh, NSU, Amaya Gaynor, Florida A&M, Marvin Harrison Jr., Ohio State, Cam Kitchens, Miami. So there you go. Those are the first Rock Energy Drink endorsers in college. Of course, Rock played college football at the U back in the day. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is cool. Now, you have a cool story, too, and you work closely with uh, one, Texas One Fund, Clark Field Collective, helping connect student-athletes at UT to, uh, to opportunities. And this is a cool one. The Longhorns have a young receiver, and you, you can tell this story because you're going to meet with him, but DeAndre Moore is a freshman wide receiver from California who came in as you know, part of the, the recent recruiting class. Early enrollee, correct? Uh, correct. Correct, came early. And you say, you know, he, the NIL money he made, he's doing something pretty cool for his family. I think this is a neat thing that we can talk about. Yeah, and this is we've, we've shifted Clark Field Collective a lot towards towards helping the kids tell their stories and building their brands, et cetera. And we, we kind of have turned a lot of our work behind the scenes. We still do a lot of brand deals with great folks like Professional Bull Riding and JJ and those folks and Live Nation and some of these, but but we try to help help these kids understand how to tell their story, how to how to capitalize on their name, image, and likeness while they're while they're here at Texas. And DeAndre is such a special kid. We've worked with with him on a lot of of things, and, and he's just a, got here. Yeah, and he, he's done a, he's done a lot of events, but he's he's one of those that when he's out in an event, he dials in. He looks for opportunities to help. He's very charitably minded, and so. Uh, we we got approached by by uh, he and his mother Talia Moore who moved who they, the whole family moved from California when when he came down here and I so what I understand is his mom is famous for her cooking and as well as his grandma and they have all these amazing recipes and DeAndre loves uh, turkey dishes and so his mom started specializing in all these turkey dishes and I I think it's kind of become legendary on the team too a lot of the the kids will come over and eat and hang out and. Uh, but uh, but so what they did, what DeAndre did was purchase a food truck and is is creating a business, uh, a local food truck that will specialize in turkey dishes. I won't I won't give away the name and such. I'll, I'll save that for them when they're ready to launch. I know they are trying to launch by uh, start of the season, so it'll be a good chance to participate. But but it's a, it's such a great story of him taking that, creating 
job opportunities for his family and, and their friends and, and people around them. And it's it's going to be, I think, something you'll hear a lot about if, as long as we do our jobs. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep y'all posted on that as that happens. But they're 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 a neat family and definitely a, a great kid and so, someone you definitely want to root for. I, so I mean, but so he's purchased a food truck for his mom, and she's going to make turkey dishes. Correct. And they've got a great name. I, I don't want to spill it yet, but that yeah, they've got some they've they've got some really cool Love stuff ha- like happening. And and I think uh, yeah, we had a funny conversation with her about how they're going to staff the the trailer during the actual games for Texas because they all want to be at the games and and watch and you know and DeAndre we talked about him earlier he's one of those guys that is just a, a next level talent but look at this receiver room and it's you know it, he's gonna have to work his his tail off to get on the field uh interesting uh, that's good stuff right there can't wait to hear more and uh, good work by you connecting these young people who now have these opportunities to to do good things and help their families help charities help other people and I love hearing those stories how about this uh Lionel Messi first training and they call it practice training in soccer uh, first training session this morning, yesterday morning, 200 plus meters there, multiple helicopters. It's, you can stream it on Apple plus if you want. And how about this NFL players listening are going to be so angry about this. So angry. <laughs> One of the more interesting things about Lionel Messi's MLS signing is that the commissioner of the league, Don Garber expects teams with artificial turf fields to instead install grass surfaces for upcoming matches against Messi because he refuses to play on turf. <laughs> You know, long NFL players have been complaining about AstroTurf, and can we get some grass up in it's here? It's like impossible to play soccer on turf. Right. Like all these, I, I don't think many MLS teams have turf anymore. But there's, I, I watched some uh, Liga MX, the the Mexican league, and that ball, like the ball sticks, doesn't it? Well, it just it's yep. so much faster. It's way less predictable. It, it, it's completely different than playing on grass. It's so Messi shows up and they're all going to grass. I mean, it just shows you that guy's impact <laughs> and level. Like people are changing the field for him. Yeah, and also turt like the injuries that now that we have so much data on all this stuff, like the the knee injuries, lower like the lower body injuries on turf happen like sixty percent more. Oh yeah, than, than foot on grass. sticks. And we used to go over to there was an indoor sports complex when I was growing up, and there was an indoor indoor like mini soccer field, and we used to play that. But, yeah, your foot would get caught in that. I mean, that turf will be sticky sometimes. Well, think about that. Think about the fact that they're willing to spend that much to change their entire field because of the reach and exposure level of him playing on that field. Unbelievable. That, I mean, it would be interesting to see those numbers like matched up against each other. It's crazy. Somebody said, I'm having a Zoa Energy Jink right now. They're really good. Thank you. Uh, the Rock. Uh, somebody <laughs> said, in his day, Muhammad Ali. That's true. Muhammad yeah. Ali, as far as. Did he ever come to Austin? I don't, I don't think so. Not that I know of. That's why I've been covering sports here. He did not. I missed it. <laughs> um, Earl Campbell. Oh, gosh, yeah. Skull, brother. My man Earl Campbell. He's an all-guy kind of there ever was one. Says, people will jump off buildings for Messi. To be Hispanic is to love Messi far and away, number one. Thank wow. you for that text. We will come back. We've got a lot to do. We're uh, you know updating the story, the, the, the statement put out by the radio station this morning. Uh, if you missed that, you can go to our website. Also, you can hear my comments on that statement from the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, explaining uh, as much as I can what's going on at the Horn. That's there at uh, hornfm.com. Also, make your picks on the Open Championship. We're coming back on Beanie. It's Bucky and Eric. Out there, too, right? uh, our historians of sports out there doing a great job. This on uh, my email that Nolan Ryan pitched at Dishwalk Field 
and he actually pitched against Reed Ryan when Reed was on the UT baseball team in an exhibition game. Oh, that's cool. Cool scene there. I do remember Reed telling me about that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, good memories here as we're talking about the potential that Lionel Messi could ever play a match here in Austin, and there's a chance in this League's Cup that's going on that they could. I mean, if you follow the bracket, it could happen. A lot, I mean, they got to keep win games and things got to fall the way, and, but it, where would that rank on all-time sports moments and iconic moments in Austin, Texas? This is Bo Jackson. Oh, yeah, we talked DKR. about that. Yeah, Bo, Bo still talks about how, how mad he is when his shoulder hurts. <laughs> oh, that Cause turf. Because he, he hit that track, the, the turf, when, oh. it, when it used to be around. Uh, or it was turf to track. Uh, on the course, yeah, it's so funny. Anytime I talk about Texas, he, he's he's just like, oh, because <laughs> of his because of his shoulder. You, uh, in addition to your work with everything else you do, you do work with Bo Jackson. Um, now that came through your work with Lance Armstrong, correct? Correct. Yeah, Bo wanted to start a charity bike ride in Alabama to support uh, tornado victims and help build shelters in that community, and he's raised millions for that and built a lot of shelters. I don't know where you find all the time, my friend. I don't know where you find all the time. <laughs> I'm old. Uh, Nick Shuley, by the way, is in the house. As Bucky had some time away. He'll be back. Uh, but Nick was nice enough to come in, and thank you for being here. I know this has been somewhat of a difficult morning with the statement that was released about programming changes coming to the Horn. And I'll I'll reset that. You go to the website, hornfm.com. I won't get as far into it as I did in the first hour because we posted that entire segment. So you can go listen and you know, if you have questions about what's coming. But Beginning August 2nd, the horn will no longer air on 104.9 FM. That's the major change. You'll have to find us 24-7, 365 on AM 1260, which, as I mentioned earlier, by signal strength, is our strongest signal. It's on AM, but when the sun comes up, that thing is it goes a long way. Uh, also, 1019, and most importantly, the horn app and hornfm.com will still be live for you uh, after August 1st. Uh, obviously, regrettably, it's, the statement reads, the coming changes will also include a reduction within our incredibly talented and dedicated staff that will bring changes to our weekday and weekend on-air lineups. And we also mentioned that the uh, the costs right, in the current economy, market realities, rising operating costs are forcing us to make some really difficult decisions. And when I say us, I mean them. Uh, the, ver- the very fair question of why haven't we announced the exact changes, I would just say, having been in the talks, uh, it's not official. It's. I think. I think. It's. I can say with good faith that it's. Kind. They kind of know what's coming, but you know, it's unfair to say it until it's actually official, to anyone, right? So that's kind of where that's at. Plus, to get ahead with our sponsors and uh, get ahead of the the conversation, but we will announce it just as soon as it is official, and um, we don't want to be hiding things or feel like we're hiding things from you. We're trying to be as candid as we can, obviously because of some reporting and uh, uh, some tweets that were made early in the month that were inaccurate, uh, we've had to address it. And it's, you know, as I said earlier, Nick, it's been frustrated not to be able to respond to texts and people asking, and it's just we hadn't been allowed to. And uh, that's been a cornerstone of this show. And, our, and me, for sure, is just you know telling me things like behind the scenes when I know them, if I can, and uh, we will continue to do just that. But uh, having, uh, as I said, it's... Uh, been a tough month and it's going to be a tougher next few weeks um, because I understand the economic realities and the current market and I know what's really happened since COVID with changing listening patterns and people aren't driving to work anymore and uh, sponsorship dollars and ad dollars are down uh, across our market uh, for radio and media. I mean, I think that's not a, it's not unique to us, but at the same time as, you know, real estate costs rise and um, it's just it, it, economic realities. But at the same time, it really is unfortunate because having been here when this station began, I was um, the program director in 09 into 10 when we put this put the horn on the radio and put it on Nick 1049 FM. That was all we had back then. 
actually no, we had twelve sixty, and one and we had a and fifteen thirty, I believe, when we first went on the air with two AM signals and the FM one zero four nine, and having worked with and helped bring on board most of our staff, most all of our staff, um, it's you know it's heavy heart uh, with all of this that's going on. Uh, I do know that for our audience, which is the most important thing, and our our sponsors. You know, the horn will continue. The horn will talk sports on a local and national and um, most important level. Uh, but, again, we'll announce that lineup when we can. Uh, but just know that it's uh, not been a fun month here in the in the horn compound. People know that we're no longer the flagship affiliate for the University of Texas Athletics. Um, that's obvious. And so uh, we're dealing with that. But we're also dealing with uh, what we got to do. And as the, the last line of the statement, I think, was interest- was important that you know, or one of the last lines that, you know, these realities and our decisions and their decisions, uh, you know, believe will allow for stability and I hope for future growth of the station. But, um, you know, we, there's a lot still to be determined. But that's the statement. I uh, appreciate everybody that's made this station what it is. We, you know, when we started this, Nick, the idea was let's get as local as possible. Let's get as local as possible. Let's not, you know, because when we first started the horn, we were also an ESPN affiliate. And, the, there were a lot of people that wanted to push to push the ESPN brand, and I was, yeah, this is Austin, y'all. This is Austin. Let's push the horn. If we're going, why would we name it the horn, and not push the horn and push local and push, you know, the local conversation? Uh, sure, and you know, as time has gone, you can find ESPN in a number of places, uh, but you only find the horn here, and that was our push. And uh, we've had a lot of great people uh, having the local sports conversation. And I appreciate having you here this morning to in what can be an awkward time, but at the same time, you have been a long-time listener, so it's good to hear your perspective of, you know, what, what this show and all the shows on the Horn have meant to people people's daily lives, just the daily sports conversation, and a lot of those shows will change, and uh, the hope is that all those people that won't be here after August 1st land somewhere in Austin and are still doing great, great conversation, because I think that's what we have here is an incredibly talented collection of people, and... Um, that conversation is needed, whether it's here or elsewhere. Yeah, and the majority of people who listen to this are Texas Longhorn fans, and you know what what Texas Longhorn fans love to do more than anything is we like to talk about it, and this is this is the place for that, and there's not another place to go. And I don't I don't want a a national version of that when I go listen to it. I want I want to hear what's what's actually going on and the people who are in it and behind the scenes. And I think you guys have always done such a great job of that and continue to so. I'm uh, I'm waiting to see what happens and and obviously rooting for y'all and very very interested to see what happens. Yep, and uh, they do have plans. They being our again, we are locally owned and operated. We are not a corporate entity. Uh, we are locally owned by a group, you know, a board and a group of local residents. And so, in the restructure, I know their intention is to still have really good local sports conversation in addition to some national. Uh, but you know, and cover the Longhorns and cover MLS and Austin FC and all the things that are going on. In our growing sports market, that's the unfortunate part. As this happens, you know, it's just timing and market, you know, realities. But at the same time, the sports scene in Austin's never been better. Uh, but the sports conversations aren't going away. That's the whole thing. It's got to restructure and re- reshuffle. But uh, trust us, uh, and trust that they, they, they still plan to do sports. And I still plan to be a big part of the sports conversation in this city. And um, we will keep you posted as we can, uh, for sure. Uh, and guess what? There are two other sports radio stations in this market, and I think those are going to grow too. I mean, obviously, one of them has added the whole Longhorn package and the Longhorn broadcasting rights. And so I would imagine they'd be ramping up. Uh, we're going to you know, re- reboot to try to rebuild and grow again. But um, 
that's that's the story, and that's where we're at uh, right now. Uh, nice text here says as as someone who helped launch the Longhorn Network. I uh, hate to hear this this conversation and feel for you guys, and that's we appreciate that. Again, it's not unique to us in media right now. It's uh, everyone's trying to figure find their place, and um, what we do know is that there's a loyal and passionate base of people that want to hear that conversation, and that's as long as that's there, there will be the conversation will be had. Yeah, people care. People care. Uh, and gosh, wait till the Longhorns play their first football game. And there's a Monday after the first football game. We never have anything to say after no, that. No, not a thing, not a thing. Um, so yes, so you know, obviously the rest of the shows today, we're you know we'll be on the air through in full through August the first, and um, then then the the changes will be made. But same time, you know, appreciate these guys and everybody we have here while we have it, and uh, it will change. But uh, hopefully for the long term, for the better, and hopefully everybody lands in a, in a great spot because it's. It's an unbelievable group of people, I can tell you that. And I know you've worked in different groups that have changed and fluctuated, and uh, it's just it's one of those one of those times. But uh, thanks to everybody for the support and the conversation. And again, I apologize for the last couple of weeks where we couldn't say much, and uh, we still can't say everything, but we have the ability now to say more. Uh, those things will all finalize in coming days, and just as soon as we can fully tell you what's happening, then then you'll know. So thanks for listening. Okay, so uh, Nick Shuley is here, and it's such a good thing. Today's Wednesday, and the live music update is next hour. You're going to give us the live <laughs> music roadmap, and you were at a show last night. How about you? you? You you stayed up late with your dad going to see Jackson Brown at the ACL Live at the Moody Theater, and now here you are with me this morning. How was that show? Oh, it was great, man. It's just uh, one of those artists I grew up listening. I still remember sitting on my parents' floor in Oak Hill listening to Jackson Brown records and so to be able to take my dad to that was was pretty special and and uh, Jackson still sounds fantastic and you know he played the hits now yeah he played he did an hour I think and then he did a 20 minute intermission and then another hour it was kind of my favorite way to see a show I mean I love seeing openers a lot of the times but for this show to just see him go on take a break go on was was pretty solid and you know like i said earlier i'm getting old i like sitting down at these concerts it's uh it's it's nice to sit down for two hours as opposed to stand yeah yeah i think that's fair <laughs> uh i love seeing shows at the moody center moody theater acl live it's just such an intimate environment to see a show it's fun to be at a place and dance and stand up and jump around but at the same time just to sit and back and listen to a great songwriter like that yeah this one was interesting thing. yeah too because you got uh, this is more of a listening concert. He's more of a listening artist, and you know, you go to these shows and it's it's loud and people are drinking. And this was one where I found myself getting a little nervy when the people around me would start yapping loudly because it was so quiet that you I would hear that. every. I know, and it, but I mean, there's there's like you're at a punk show, you expect people to be screaming and spitting on you, but you're at a Jackson Brown show and it's seated and quiet. I was I kind of kept giving the, the I'm a pretty easygoing person, but I kind of kept turning around, being like, are you getting hissed at? Is this really happening? Like, are you are you talking? that loudly and i could i could see my dad getting getting a little perturbed and and uh he 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 has a little more of a, a aggression in him than i do so i was wondering what was going to happen i was like about the, to get excited the, the ron white uh he has a bit in one of the stand-ups about that and being at a vegas show and the ladies behind him yapping oh really well, by oh, the I way to listen this, to i saw this this weekend at a at her vegas residency miranda lambert stopped the show and walked into the crowd to chide some girls who were taking selfies and that she was singing one of her slower songs. That was kind of weird. I think it was Tin Man. And she it was weird. Yeah, stopped oh, the show and wow. walked down and was like, hey, can you, do you mind? We're trying to have a show here. Wow. Well, Tin Man is one. Tin Man is, I, I mean, I tend to agree. It's like, let the people take their picture. But Tin Man's a pretty special song. That's Jack Ingram. By, Jack Ingram and John Randall wrote that. Well, along with but, her. Yeah, they won the Grammy for that. Best, yeah. Um, for, 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 for but that, that song is of the a year. special kind of quiet 
the heart wrenching song. So I, I but but uh, I don't to know stop, for, to be like oh, to stop the song for people taking stop selfies. Everything hey, please second. stop promoting me. <laughs> yeah, a, little, a little over the top for Miranda, but I do like that song. We'll be back. Hey, load up the Blitz. It's a Wednesday. Get you over the uh, hump, Blitz. Uh, with Nick Shuley in the house, Ty Henderson is here, and your time to uh, bring it four four seven three seven seven six. Little gossip ahead of it coming as well. Where you get that from? Did someone tell you that? Did someone tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? No games, just the gossip. You know that precedes your blitz. So load it up. Your time to shine. Only as good as you make it. Four four seven three seven seven six. You know, if there, there are segments on the show that aren't good, I have to take the blame for that. And there are some. But if there are blitzes that are not good, that's not not on my fault. That's on you. That's on you. So load that up. Four four seven three seven seven six. By the way, on the conversation about Jackson Brown that you got to see last night, there, Nick, Craig Way, voice of the Longhorns, texted said his wife and he are going to see Boz Skaggs tomorrow night at the Paramount. 79 and still rocking. Uh, that's on my list for our for our show. Look at Craig Way, man. He he's he knows he knows his music. He knows his he knows music. his everything. Well, <laughs> coming up, speaking of Jackson Brown, at the top of the hour, I'll play something for you from my favorite all-time music documentary that relates to Jackson Brown. Uh, we'll do that coming up. But uh, Salacious Gossip is brought to you by the Icy Cold Bud Lights. Of course, only four great ingredients. That's what gives you that crisp, great taste every time. Colder the better on these blazing hot summer days with the Ice Cold Bud Lights. Uh, brewed right here, deep in the heart of Texas, by Texans, for Texans, and proud of it. Also proud to be the official domestic beer partner of your Texas Longhorns, the Texas Texas, and the Texas OU game, which is now called the All-State Red River Rivalry. Not a fan. Give me the shootout, man. Uh, but give me the Bud Lights while you're at the fair. Anything better than like an ice cold Bud Light in the wax cups at the fair at the fairgrounds at like 9:30 in the morning with a corn dog in your hand before that game. That is what it's all about uh, in college football. Uh, but the Bud Lights are the best. Uh, have a couple while you're being safe and smart. But ta- Nick, Nick will have the live music update next hour. And always when you're out and about seeing live music in Austin, Texas, or floating down a river, or hanging out, do it with the ice cold Bud Lights. Okay, so uh, today we always like to get you this. Ty, you'll need to know today is National Hot Dog Day, which means local restaurants are going to have hot dog deals. Sonic, Sonic has a deal on a hot dog. Wiener Schnitzel and Doghouse, H-A-U-S. Also, Nathan's Famous is doing a promo where hot dog costs a nickel from 11 to 1. It's originally uh, at their original store that opened in 1916 on Coney Island. National Hot Dog Day. Are you a fan of the, uh, the Wieners? Uh, it's it's not my my food of choice at at sporting events. <laughs> Only a ball game, baseball game. You get a nice little dot. You know, we used to call them dome dogs at the Astrodome when I was growing up. Uh, stadium dogs. I'm in on that. Ty, are you a hot dog guy? And oh yeah, hot dog at any baseball game I go yeah, to. Yeah, sporting events. That's the that's the moment. But where during you want the hot dog. during Fourth of July week when I was having a little too much fun, I was my diet pretty much consisted of only hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. So it's, they're good, you know. I, I like who has the char. best fast that, food. That's a nice drinking base. It is. I, I've never <laughs> been to one, but I hear. Speaking of Craig Way, I know he's a fan of Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener Schnitzel, the restaurant. Do we have those here? I think there's one out in Cedar so. Park. Oh, okay. um, yeah, so they're going to have some deals today. That's going to be a good thing. Um, so there you go. Uh, okay, so uh, also all all restaurants all restaurants can now use Taco Tuesday in their ads. Did you see this? The fast food chain Taco John's just dropped their trademark on it after Taco Bell positioned, petitioned the patent offense to cancel it back in May. A spokesman for Taco John said they didn't want to waste money defending it in court, so now everybody can use Taco Tuesday. You know what? Who, who doesn't want to use Taco Tuesday? I mean, I'm all in on that. Come I didn't on, even now. realize it was trademarked. Yeah. Well, I don't think t- Taco Bell did either. And I'm like, wait a second. 
little Taco John. You can't be trademarking it's Taco Tuesday. pretty generic term for, to, be, to be trademarked. But. Taco Tuesday. I know it from LeBron's use of it. Oh, yes. Yeah. What did LeBron say? I'm surprised he doesn't own it. Taco Tuesday. Oh, yeah. He did a big social. Like, that was their social media oh, thing. Okay. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods in the news. On the eve of the uh, teeing off of the Open Championship. Nothing to do with golf, though. Tiger was no longer being sued. For allegedly cooking up a scheme to toss his ex-girlfriend out of his home after they gro- gr- broke up. Uh, Tiger's ex, Erica Herman, recently dropped a $30 million lawsuit she had filed against his trust. This according to new co- court documents obtained by the New York Post. Remember, like, she went on vacation, and then when she came back, he locked her out of the house. Locked her out of the house. That's how he broke up with her. I like that, man. That's just go cold. Ruthless. Savage. <laughs> yeah, Erica claimed she was living with Tiger in his Hobe Sound estate for six years when they were dating with Erica, Erica claiming she performed valuable services for Tiger in exchange for living rent-free. Valuable services. Oh, no. I'm not. I got to read this. Just head line. down to the Denny's for that, Tiger. Erica claimed that they had an oral tenancy agreement. <laughs> Did I just get <laughs> valuable services and oral in the same <laughs> sentence? Oral tenancy agreement, which was supposed to last five years after their split in 2022, but admitted... She didn't get it in writing. Always get it in writing. <laughs> so the lawsuit has been dropped. There you go. <laughs> Let's go to your Blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, and any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. There it is. Craig Way right on cue. Winter schnitzel on breaker across from Q2 Stadium. Uh, also, there's a Wiener Schnitzel, yeah, right there by Q2. When you're going to the Austin FC game, you get a Wiener Schnitzel. Noted. National Hot Dog Day. Thank you, folks. Let's go to your first blitzer. You're up. Say, E, do you need me? Oh, you're more combo to bring out the bullhorn and the pick signs again. Yeah, we're going to need you. We need you to go fund me account. It might be too late for that, but we <laughs> appreciate that there, uh, little Kev. Next blitzer, you're up. Hey, Hogan. Yes. Knowing nobody likes. What does nobody like? A liar. You know the truth. Tell the truth, or I'm going to call the blitz tomorrow and give it out there. Uh, well, you don't know the truth because the truth is not certain yet. I will tell you that specifically. Next, Butcher, you're up. E. Yes. Yeah, I was wondering if you were hiring because Bucky and Chad always get all these load management days, and I want a piece of that pie, too. Yeah. Get your piece. Next butcher, you're up. Hey, uh, if, if Tiger Woods is an underdog in a tournament, I care. If Tiger Woods has been underdog, I don't care. Oh! <laughs> Shut it down! Oh, Let's go home! Somebody asked a fair question of how do you finalize an oral agreement? Good question. I'll give you one way. <laughs> By the way, that story is from TMZ Sports. I mean, could they write that any more ridiculous? Uh, they know what they're doing. Reasonable. What did it say? It said, uh, Erica claims she performed valuable services for Tiger in exchange for living rent-free. She did his taxes. Sure. Swept the floor. <laughs> claimed they had an oral tenancy agreement, but she didn't get it in writing. All right. I wish Tiger Woods were playing golf tomorrow. That'd be pretty cool at the Open Championship. He is not. Rory McIlroy is, though. You could be one of your picks on our Golf Cut Challenge. Brought to you by Callahan's General Store. You can do that at our website, hornfm.com. Also, at that website, you can see the full statement that the station has released on the current situation with the radio station. Coming back, B&E on the Horn.